Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to Who Let the Dogs Out. Today, you'll be hearing from Nayan They Them, who I first met in Milwaukee at our GE Healthcare internship back in summer of 2018. We then reconnected during COVID when we spent a bunch of our time outside of the U.S. Today, we chat briefly about stability, meaning in life, suffering, COVID years, and more. Here's Naya, everyone. I'll start with where I am currently. Word. <laughs> I'll go backwards at the moment. I'm in Minneapolis, stuck in the buttfuck Midwest, <laughs> in the cold. And I'm here for work, living my best life. I do love my job, hate the place. Not hate, but don't necessarily like. But I found myself very comfortable here, which is strange because I didn't think I would do that. But now I have my roommates in my house and a job that I like. And it turns out living here with cheap rent and being able to travel isn't that bad. <laughs> Born and raised in Hawaii. Always wanted to be an engineer. Went to school in Michigan because I applied to the top 10 schools in engineering and went to the one that gave me the most money. So then I ended up in the Midwest and then got a job, the dream job. And now I'm here. That's basically it. Yeah? All summed up in one. Yeah. How did you spend COVID years? I want to be respectful of people, but I think for me, it was an experience that that had a lot of growth for me. I like, during school, I had two semesters left of college and that was super healthy for my mental health. I needed to get out of Michigan, out of the cold, back home started getting in shape and just like having more separation from the pressures of school which is like mostly the pressure that I put on myself Mm. also school got easier because it was online and like people stopped caring like exams got way easier because they were like no way these bitches aren't gonna cheat (laughs) and Everything just got better, basically. And being at home was great for me. I got to get back in touch with my roots and just like feeling like home, basically. And then you guys came through, a bunch of friends from the mainland, got a house, and that was lit. (laughs) Definitely had some fun with all of our shenanigans. My internship got moved online, so that was living my best life, working the 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. schedule and then just fucking off the rest of the day yeah and then we went to Barbados and I finished my last semester of school was applying to jobs mm-hmm. but yeah being in Barbados and in a beautiful place with beautiful people and it just made everything like better it's just I don't know it goes to show that you can do hard things when you're surrounded by the right people claps to that maybe looping back to engineering how would you kind of reflect on the engineering education experience at UMish versus what you do now. What do you wish school maybe had more or less of? Any thoughts there? Yeah, the biggest thing that I feel that I am miss or just wish that I had more technical knowledge of would be like a biology because I I didn't take any like bio classes in college just because I was just drowning and everything else and stats because it wasn't a requirement and both of those things would be helpful and that's like lately I've been thinking about I know I said I would never go to grad school okay listen not anytime soon because I'm still burnt out from college fucking three years ago but 
I'm thinking like maybe in another few years, I do like an easy program. I'm not trying to die again. And I want to put myself in a position where like maybe I go to New Zealand or something, grad school and just find like an easy program. Here's the thing. Also, I'm afraid of being broke again because now I know what it's like to make real money. So that's probably my biggest fear. And also just like being in a place where I put too much pressure on myself again and also just leaving the stability of my current job which is like the first sense of stability I feel like I've had in my life to this point and it's almost like too much of a comfort Mm. I'm afraid to give it up heard besides the feeling of stability the money not to dismiss that but are there other you think big life changes or philosophies that you've seen yourself since graduating so here's the thing I feel like my entire life all of my actions are like motivated by my existential dread of the world ending which is I had this breakthrough with my therapist actually the other day I feel like it's rooted in like two things three things one would be I have no like spiritual or like religious beliefs per se Mm. and so like I have to find meaning in life somewhere and then I have chronic pain and in high school I really wanted to die for a hot second and I think decided that survival was based on life having to be for something more later if I got my engineering degree and to give something back to people then it would all be worth it right and then the last thing would be based on not feeling valued per se based on my mom not being accepted of my gender identity as a kid So then I search for value elsewhere in life, and therefore I must feel value by giving back to others. But here's the thing, so everyone is always suffering, (laughs) and it's just, what is the point (laughs) of all of it? Everyone's just, some people are just suffering worse than other people, and I feel I have to do something with my privilege, like I have to like give back to other people, and I feel I'm a bad person for not doing it, I feel selfish for not doing it. So this is the biggest thing that I've been fighting is this philosophy within myself that I'm a terrible person because of my privilege and what I don't do with it. And so that's the thing is like, I, I don't even know where I'm going with this. In my life, I feel I strive for a balance of personal enjoyment while also trying to have generally a net positive impact on others. But I feel lately I've been focused a lot on the self-enjoyment part, just doing all of this traveling and stuff that's not necessarily for anyone else but me. And also carbon emissions from flying everywhere and the sort of nuances that go with being a tourist in different countries all the time. And so I've just been struggling to strike or accept whatever balance that is. I don't even know if that's an answer to the question, but this is my current struggle with my life philosophy and core beliefs that I've been fighting there's never (laughs) any longer answer I feel like anything that shares more about yourself whatever you want to share is perfect but I feel like that's also something that I haven't totally processed yet in a way from all the COVID years weirdly enough right it feels so long ago now that it should have been a bit more cemented or reflected but I feel like every time I travel now or I hear people about it I'm like not totally at peace with it yet either, right? So look at you. At peace with what? At peace with like how I spent those years and the way I talk about it or the way I think about how big of an impact it had on my life in such a positive 
way. I, in a way, feel like those were the most formative years of my life. And in that yeah, way, definitely. I feel like 2020 is still now. Like, it, it's still 2021. Yeah. <laughs> Time is fake. No, I agree. I In terms of formative, that has for sure been right. Maybe looping back to some of the challenges or struggles, what what is a big hurdle that you overcame that you're proud of or look back on being like, damn, I did that shit? I feel high school and costly college, but I just feel I've done the hard part of life now. Like mm. I'm just chilling. I'm coasting the rest of my life. I think in like today's world, just being a teenager and being that young and having to get to where I am right now, that shit is hard and that shit sucks. And we're not, we weren't set up for success in any way. So now that I've made it to like where the boomers be, life is fine. How do you tie or balance the coast versus looking forward to a goal or a bigger mission, meaning, et cetera? I don't think that was even a fully formed question, but. No, I think that's valid. Like, I, I think like it goes back to the philosophy thing where I rambled for five minutes. It's what do you want out of life? My biggest fear in life is rooted in like a lack of purpose, right? And then, like, on top of that, there comes, like, missed opportunity. And so it feels like where do you balance the opportunity and being able to just enjoy things as they come versus having particular goals that make you feel like you have a purpose? Yeah. 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 And I think, like, in general... I feel like, in at least in my life, things, like, happen when they happen. I don't know. I don't want to say, like, for a reason, but it works out. And so, like, I just feel like I'm just, like, trying to take the opportunities as they come to me. And I have found myself, like, having more, like, career goals, which I had never thought about before I, like, got my job. I, like, started my job and my boss was like, so where do you want to be in five years? I was like... I never thought I would make it here. It was already farther than I thought I would go. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's the life question. Yeah. Bex, maybe a quick lightning round. Basically, you've been doing this the entire time, but Sarah comes to mind like two to five sentences-ish, but feel free, of course, to share as much as you want. What is one thing you wish everyone knew? I wish everyone could just be more empathetic. In general, (laughs) I think the world would be a better place if everyone just had more empathy. I feel like it would help if everyone just did a little bit of acid. (laughs) Maybe not acid per se. I don't know. Hallucinogens in general. There's great research for like ketamine and acid, shrooms or like ayahuasca, like DMT, different like types of hallucinogens to treat all kinds of like mental disorders. And I think, okay, obviously it's not good for everyone because some people have psychotic breaks, (laughs) but I think it's the ego death that helps you form a new perspective and have empathy for others. And you would think that like COVID would be the one experience that the entire world shared together. Like that would be something that could bring us together to, I don't know, do something about climate, but no. There's still a war in Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. Heard. Should send something to to Putin. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. 
hey Putin, do a little bit of acid. I promise it'll make you feel better. That's Honestly, it. like that whole war is based on his ego. What are three things you can't live without besides necessities? And modern day necessities are included. So don't worry about your laptop from work, for example. Okay. Okay. My speaker. Yeah, let's get some of that connection point again. Yeah, honestly, those JBL flip fives. <laughs> you end up getting two? No, but I should. It sucks that it doesn't work between like different JBL versions because I have like, a clip oh. one that like I use for hiking because it just like clips onto a backpack. It's great, but it doesn't connect to my other one, which is stupid. I don't know. JBL, get your shit together. <laughs> this is an opportunity to create adapters for that <laughs> Yo, honestly. <laughs> we have one strong buyer, two plus Mitchell. <laughs> All right. Any content recommend? So books, newsletters, TV shows, movies, anything. Yeah, I'm not a reader, but. Audio <laughs> books, maybe. Podcasts. Yeah. I have been listening to a lot of You're Wrong About Mostly. I don't know if you listen to it, but that's I'm obsessed with what I'm obsessed about with. It. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like that's been a nice way to reflect on my own philosophy about life and also like the like Sarah Marshall the like host of that podcast she like she says a lot of empathy and I love the way she like thinks through everything like from the perspective of everyone there's a spinoff of that called maintenance phase which is about like toxic culture around like dieting which is interesting and a lot of like misconceptions surrounding dieting and oh there's another podcast I just started listening to it's like a limited series but it's called unreformed and it's about a quote-unquote like like a reform school for juvenile delinquents in Alabama in the 60s that basically was just like a slave camp that abused children yeah it's fucked up it's a real fucked up story but very interesting and like very well told I think dang dang I didn't know you were such an avid podcast consumer these uh, are lives coming from work. Yeah. So I literally never listen to a podcast like in my life because I always would rather listen to music. And then I went on a road trip with a coworker for a position visit and she was like something about podcasts. And I was like, I don't listen to podcasts. And then I went to France by myself and I was hiking and I started listening to Ted Radio Hour by like NPR on Spotify and that was just like a lot of like really interesting stuff. Then it spiraled from there. And then I was in Peru with a friend and she was listening to you wrong about. And then I got sucked in from there. But you're still more heavily in music. Music's just more passive, right? Probably just there's more hours of the day with music in the background than actively listening to podcasts. To be honest, I feel like I've completely transitioned to, to podcast listening. Uh, oh, thanks. Yeah, like obviously like, when I'm just like working or whatever, I'm still listening to music. But and I still like we'll have sessions where I cook and listen to music or like just jam in the shower. But I love to like wash dishes and listen to a podcast, drive to work and listen to a podcast. Like, nice. Yeah. Your brain is hella active. (laughs) Too active. Can't shut it off. There's just interesting shit in the world. It's way too much interesting shit. Rabbit hole after rabbit hole. And look at us adding to the content. Anything else you want to share or talk about? No, man. I want to hear your version of your answers to these questions. And that's a wrap for now. Naya, everyone. See you on the next episode of Let the Dogs Out, a podcast where I chat life with cool people doing awesome things.